I think everyone wonders what they would do if they saw a ghost. Rudolph, the laboratory. Evening from the graveyard. This is your dreadful Uncle Vlad on the brand new radio station Spooky FM. So, my dears, listen to my voice. Listen only to my voice. Won't you invite me into your home? Make sure you say it aloud. I invite you into my. Oh, Vladdy. Do you really think the little creeps will invite a blood guzzler into their homes? Zombetti, if I wanted your opinion, I'd unlock your tomb. <laughs> hey, who did unlock that tomb? I used a skeleton key. Where did you find one of those? No, literally, a skeleton key. My finger bone. Just popped it in and clicked. Click, the door opened. Yes, and then it clicked right off my hand. (laughs) Look! Yikes! Remind me I need pliers to get it out of the lock later. Will you? I'm not your assistant, Zombetti. I am the Prince of Terror. Well. (laughs) Fine. Maybe not the prince. I could say... Mayor, maybe? Mayor of Terror, yes, yes. Well? Principal, then. Principal? Can I say Principal of Terror? Ah, forget it. I am really scary. Okay, children, back to the show. We know you are wondering, what is this new and curious program you are listening to? And we promise, it's just a radio show. It's definitely not an evil trick. Definitely not. So, why don't you relax? Make yourself a nice hot cup of blood. Tea! Uh, Yes, tea. With definitely not a delicious little plate of brain mash. Not that for sure. A tea! And a little plate of... What do they eat? I can't remember, but it sounds like... Bisquidge. Chocolate bisquidges or something? Sounds about right. Relax. With a nice hot cup of tea... And a little plate of chocolate bisquidges... And enjoy listening to us... Uncle Vlad and Zombetti... The two most alive people you will ever meet. We're like so alive. As we welcome you to our show, Scare Us If You Can, where you get a chance to turn the tables on the most ghoulish duo in Radioland. But first, you little creeps, the news. The government today released a statement which um, stated that 9 out of 10 children don't get enough fresh air when they are sleeping. The president ordered that all children leave their windows open at night. The Minister for Health added there is also an epidemic of fiddly collars which can lead to tonsillitis. 
So when you do leave your windows open, also don't wear a pajama top with a buttoned up collar that can be tricky to open. Wear a night dress with a wide open collar. Even the boys have nothing constricting the neck. It's for your own good. In a recent study, it was revealed that all the most popular famous sports people and pop stars thank a lack of mathematics for getting them where they are today. While it may seem that hours spent studying long division, algebra, and trigonometry couldn't do you any harm, studies have revealed that yes, yes, it does. Too much study hardens up the brain, making it fun and chewy. A nice soft brain is preferred when I get ahead. I mean, <clears throat> in order to get ahead. And now, the weather. Rain. rain. And back to the show. And now that the world has been plunged into shadow, the creatures of the night are free to roam the land. The places you own by daylight become ours. Your schools become our supermarkets, where we look for the tastiest morsels. Your playgrounds become our hunting grounds. Your swimming pools become our toilets. Ew. Well... They do. Don't tell them. And you. <laughs> we know that the scariest things happen at night when children are supposed to be tucked up in bed. With open windows and unfiddly collars. But there are some children who do not heed the warnings. Who do not stick to the rules. Who have run afoul of ghosts and ghouls. Of witches and werewolves. And have survived, unfortunately, to tell the tale. And it's those lucky, lucky children we want to hear from. So, ring in to our special hotline, followed by the numbers 666. That's 999 if you are a bat. And if you do manage to scare us, you'll win your very own... Oh, and our switchboard is lighting up. It looks like we may have our very first caller. And we have Jessica from Kildare. Speak, you foul beast. Am I on the radio? You are. Oh, hello, Mum. Hello, Dad. Grown-ups can't hear this show. Only young people. So, can you not hear this show, then? Why, you little... <laughs> Good one, Jessica. Oh, I wasn't trying to be funny. Well... Hearty congratulations. You weren't. And how old are you, Jessica? I'm 12 years young. Weirdo. Do you really think your story has what it takes to scare us? I'm almost a zillion percent positive it will. A zillion percent. Do you like maths, Jessica? Yuck. No. That's a tasty bit of info. Continue. I have a story about something that happened to me that's bound to give you the shivers. And what is your story about? 
Have you ever heard of a changeling? Hmm, I don't think so. Neither had I until a month ago. Just before you begin, would you like to give your story a name? All right, let's call it Don't Forget to Change the Baby. It all started the night I was supposed to babysit Bertie Mumford. It was my first babysitting job, but I wasn't nervous. I'd practiced by carrying around a fire log about the same size as a two-year-old, and I'd only dropped it twice. But before we get to the Mumfords, it's so important I tell you about the place where I live. Because believe me, there's some things you really need to know. The village of Cribbage in Kildare is what you would call remote. It takes a long time to get her by car, no matter what direction you're coming from. People from Cribbage tend to be born here, grow up here and pop their clogs here. So while people from big cities might not even know the neighbours next door, everybody knows everybody here and gossip gets around quick. Even Mr Gibbons, who runs the small shop, knows about the time I called the teacher mum by accident. And now everybody listening to this show knows too. Great. Well, the other thing about living in a remote place is sometimes our beliefs might be a little different. Like the fact that everybody in Cribbage knows not to walk across the circle of mushrooms growing in the patch of grass beside the roundabout. Because you might not know this, but mushrooms growing in a large circle... That's what we call a fairy ring, and you do not want to mess with the fairies. So now that you know about cribbage and you know a tiny bit about a fairy ring, let's get to when I turned up at the Mumfords. Ahoy, Jessica, right? Come on in. Can you tie neckties? No, I'm sure you can't. What are you, six? Yes. I mean, no. I'm twelve. But I am Jessica. Darling, can you fasten this bracelet? Oh! Where did you come from? I was standing right here when you came over. Can you fasten bracelets? You should be able to. What are you, 18? I'm six. I mean, 12. But yes, I can tie neckties and fasten bracelets. Mr Mumford, do you ask me first? Lean down. Oh, you're short, aren't you? Well now, Bertie is in the room at the top of the stairs. He's fast asleep in his crib and should be no worries. If he wakes, just give him his bottle and he'll go right back to sleep. He's such a good, quiet baby. There you go, Mr Mumford. And now your bracelet, Mrs Mumford. Now, where is that taxi? Our car broke down today after we got back from cribbage. I'm from Cribbage. Could you say to someone that the parking there is terrible? We had to leave the car on that patch of grass beside the roundabout while we got a bit of shopping. In in the middle of the circle of mushrooms? That's the one. And from then on, the car hasn't been working right at all. You parked in the fairy ring. (laughs) What's a fairy ring? It's very unlucky to even pluck one blade of grass from the middle of a fairy ring. And you flattened it with your car? (gasps) Will we get fined? Look, it's grand. I'll buy a box of mushrooms from the shop and we can just throw them on the grass. No one will know. The owners will know. Who were the owners? Well, the fairies. The fairies? Young lady, can I ask you a question before I leave my cutie roly-poly Bertie with you? Of course. Are you off your trolley? Oh, there's the taxi. Jessica, in the kitchen, there's a whole fridge full of that cold stuff people love. Ice cream? 
green bean casserole. And there's shelves full of dictionaries and encyclopedias in case you get bored. We also painted the dining room walls an interesting colour this afternoon. You could watch that dry. Got a dash. Bye. Bye. The Mumfords left at 7.15. The house had no TV. So after a while I was so bored I ate the green bean casserole. It was just as yucky as it sounds. That took up some time. Then I went into the dining room and watched the paint dry for a while. I came back out and checked the clock. It was 7.45. This was going to be a long evening. And then there was a thump from upstairs. Bertie must have woken up. I'd better go see. Bertie? Hello? Bertie? You're wide awake, aren't you? You look a little pale. Are you cold? My goodness, you're freezing. I'll get another blanket. Oh, your eyes. They look black in this light. Now, there's another blanket. I'll tuck it up around your big pointy ears. Wow. Give me a smile. Gucci coo. Those teeth look sharp. I didn't think someone your age would have a full set of such big, sharp teeth. Ah, you want to hold my hand? You've got a strong little grip. Where are you pulling my hand, you little dot? How cute. Do you want to kiss it? No. No, don't bite it. You could do some damage with those teeth. Don't bite it! Stop struggling! Wait, did you just speak? I suppose that's not unusual. You are almost two. And this is my first time babysitting. Maybe all babies your age talk. (laughs) Now lie down and I'll get you your bottle. Weird. That wardrobe door seemed to open by itself. I'll just close it. One second, Bertie. Now, where were we? weird. Seems like every time you look at it, it opens. Isn't that funny? I'll just close it again. That should stay closed this time. While you were looking straight at it. Oh no! I'm just going to open the bedroom door and let some light in from the landing. Don't be scared, Bertie. Almost there. I can see the light under the door. So don't Worry. (laughs) Nearly at the door, and then you won't have to be... Scared of the dark? Anymore? Oh, you're still in your crib. I think we should go downstairs where it's bright. Let's just pop you in your high chair. There, you little, um, cutie. Would you like to play peekaboo? Look, I'll hide my face, and... Boo! (laughs) And boo! (laughs) Maybe we'll stop there. (laughs) Okay, little guy. Calm down now. It wasn't that funny. Why don't we just... What have you got in your hand? (laughs) Did you just grab something? 
<laughs> oh, it's a beetle. Now, drop that. Drop it on the ground. No. Bertie, don't! That's the grossest thing I've ever seen. No, little man. I'm not going to give you a kiss. <laughs> I wonder what time it is. 8.15? There's more than two hours to go? I mean, great. <sighs> so, what to do? Will I read to you? Would you like that? You would? Let's go sit on the couch. Taxes are a contribution to the state revenue levied by the government on the incomes of workers and... Sorry, Bertie. The only books in the houses are dictionaries. Will I keep going? Yes? Okay. And the profits of businesses are added to the cost of... Item services. <sighs> this is so boring. You seem to love it, though. So I'll keep going. And transactions... Oh, you're so good covering me with this little blanket. Mm, it's so cosy. Tax can also... I can barely keep my eyes open. Where was I? Tax can also... Huh? What? Oh, I fell asleep. Where's Bertie? Where? Oh, the house! It's destroyed! How could a baby make such a mess? Is that mustard on the couches? The bin is kicked over? Whoa, what did I slip in? The sink is overflowing. Bertie, did you rub all the dog food onto all the dictionaries? But you don't even ha have a dog. Oh, I hope that's dog food. Wait, these muddy little footprints. Where are they going? Out the back garden? Bert? Air shul, togan lanav, air shul, skrishiv or jock, skrishimidge vor jock. Hey! Huh? You're not Bertie. I beg your pardon. I mean, goo goo. Too late for that baby talk. I heard you. I'm very advanced for my age. It's one thing a two year old having such a great vocabulary. It's another them also speaking perfect Irish. Uh, I'm a human baby, I swear. Um, change my nappy. Gross. Also, you were saying in Irish, take the baby away. You destroyed our home, we'll destroy yours. That kind of gave it away too. What if I promise I'm a human? Will you fall for that? I'm not a complete idiot. Sorry. I don't know what way you people act. It's my first time being babysat. Who are you and what have you done with the Mumford's baby? Fine. Let's go back inside and I'll tell you. You can feed me these beetles I caught and rub my belly. Ew. Delicious. Rub my belly in the opposite direction now, and keep those beetles coming. Explain yourself. All right. I did say I would, and so I shall. 
The idiot humans who live here destroyed one of our sacred places yesterday with their car. The fairy ring. It would be like us saying this was a human house. It's a destroyed house. I know. Didn't I do a great job? <laughs> Rub in the opposite direction now. What are you? I am a changeling. A fairy creature left in the place of a human child. We've been doing this for hundreds of years. Oh, the amount of babies we've taken. Lol, as you humans say. Then how come we don't see playgrounds or kindergartens full of little changelings? Ah, because all we have to do is fool the parents into thinking we are their baby for one day. And then... We are free to return to the fairy kingdom. And all thoughts of their precious child fade from the parent's head. It's like the baby never was. What about all the baby's stuff? Like their clothes and crib? We take them with us. We can't keep buying new clothes for all the kids we steal. We'd be penniless. And what do you do with the babies? They learn the fairy ways until they become wicked and transform into one of us. Wicked? But I thought fairies were beautiful and granted wishes. Are you saying I'm not beautiful? I think I'm gorgeous. Look at my pointy ears and sharp teeth. <laughs> Stunning! But yeah, we're pretty wicked. Fooled you there. So when will the day be done? At 10.45. So the Mumfords will just be home and you'll still get paid for babysitting. You're welcome. Oops, one of the Beatles is crawling away. Ugh, hurry and catch it then, you human fool. <laughs> I have to say, I'm really doing such a good job fooling the Mumfords into thinking I'm Bertie. I don't know if it's just that I'm extremely talented or... Exceptionally clever, or maybe it's both of those things at the same time. <laughs> Hello? Where's the beetle? What's that in your hand? No beetle got away, you greedy guts. You ate them all. I just needed to pop into the kitchen. I asked you what that was in your hand. Oh, this? This is just a container of salt. No! Oh, yes. How did you know? How did I know that if I spill salt or sugar all over the ground, a fairy must count every single grain? That a fairy cannot move until they are finished? Yes, that! I said it was my first time babysitting. It's not my first time hearing about fairies. I'm from Cribbage, pal. You just didn't know about changelings. And you filled me in on everything I need to know. <gasps> You've been deliberately wasting my time. Yep, it's 10.15 now. I'm going to spill all this salt and you'll be on your hands and knees counting all the grains when the Mumfords come home at 10.30. They'll know straight away you're not their baby and the spell will be broken. What's that? That's the rest of the fairies. We really like Bertie. Think he'll make an excellent addition. We also don't like being beaten. That's a shame. 
Oh, is it now? They want to come in. They all want to come in. They are not happy with you. And I'll take this. Should I bother asking you to please give back the salt? It's a little cold outside. I think I'll let all my friends in. Wait! Stop! Don't! We don't like being beaten. Ow! Stop! Leave me alone! Jessica Babysitter, we've got you now. There's cream in the fridge. <gasps> Say that again. There's cream in the fridge. I know how much fairies like cream. It's like beer to you. You have parties with it. You're just trying to buy time. I promise. I swear on Bertie Mumford that there's cream in the fridge. <gasps> I suppose we could just take a little sip. Ho oh, ho! We'll have just enough time for one little sip before we finish with you, Jessica Babysitter. Yes, there's cream in the fridge. And a sugar bowl balanced on the door. <gasps> and now I can see the clock because of the light from the fridge door. 10.28. And you have to count every single grain of sugar before you are free. But don't you see how many of us there are? Ha ha ha! We'll be finished in no time. It's the Mumfords. A minute early. No! 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 Not only will they know you aren't the real Bertie, we'll trap you here forever, spilling salt and sugar. And I wonder what the Mumfords will do to you when they find out you were going to steal their baby. Release us. Release us, babysitter. Now, why should I? Release us from counting the sugar and we'll give you any wish you want. I wish this house was clean and the real baby Bertie was asleep in his crib. <laughs> Hello, Jessica. Hello, Mrs Mumford. How was the evening? Really quiet. Bertie didn't wake up once. I wonder if every child is as well behaved. This is my first time babysitting. I think I can hear the little treasure upstairs. The slamming door must have woken him. I'll just pop up. Now, young lady, you've done a fabulous job. You even tidied up. The place looks spotless. It was nothing. I'll be recommending you to all my friends. You're a fantastic babysitter. Hello, all. A certain little fellow wanted to come down and say hello to the best babysitter in Ireland. Oh, he's so cute. Look at his curly blonde hair and rosy cheeks and human ears and normal teeth. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll give you a lift home now if you want to get your things. Of course. Goodbye, baby Bertie. I'm very glad to see you. Thank you, Jessica. Goodbye, Mrs Mumford. Now, if I'm dropping you off in cribbage, I'm just wondering where I might find parking. <coughs> what is it, my dear? Darling, Bertie's eating a beetle. <gasps> <coughs> 
Bertie was absolutely fine. He just spent long enough with the fairies to pick up one of their habits. And that's the end of my story. Well, I certainly got a shiver or two. What about you, Vladdy? Vladdy, what are you doing hiding under the desk? Uh, no reason. <laughs> you are such a scaredy cat. Well, I think it's obvious, Jessica from Kildare. You managed to scare us if you can. Stay on the line, little one. Our assistant, Igor, will get your details to send on your prize. He has your address already. Just tell him what time your parents will be home so we can drop off your prize. Tell him what time they won't be home also. P.S. What size net do you fit in? Sorry? Nothing, nothing. Goodbye, Jessica. See you soon. Goodbye. And there we have it, all you little creeps out there. Our very first show. Are you brave enough to come back for more? And do any of you little monsters think you have the ability to scare us if you can? Come back to Spooky FM. We may become such good friends that we'll invite you over for dinner. She means eat you. For now, this is Zomberry. And this is your dear Uncle Vlad saying, Boo! Boo! Don't Forget to Change the Baby starred Donica O'Dee, Margaret McAuliffe and Katie Smith. It was written and directed by Peter Dunn and produced by Liam Garrity. It was funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television license fee. Fancy.